Good morning and welcome to Crossroads of Rockland History on WRCR.com. I'm Claire Sheridan from the Historical Society of Rockland County and today I'm delighted to welcome Lisa Levart who will speak about her current exhibition at the Historical Society. This exhibition represents the culmination of 18 months of creative collaboration between Levart and women of the Ramapo Lenape Nation from Rockland and Bergen counties. The exhibition is on view now through October 28th at the Historical <laughs> Society in New City. The Historical Society of Rockland County is a nonprofit educational institution and principal repository for documents and artifacts relating to Rockland. Our headquarters are a four-acre site featuring a history museum and the 1832 Jacob Lavelt House. We're located at 20 Zucker Road in New City and we're listed on the National Register of Historic Places. We are a designated New York State Path Through History site, and part of our broad and challenging mission is to share the history of Rockland with the public. We rely on financial support from membership and donations from people just like you. And membership in the Historical Society is growing, and we'd love to count on you as a member. Visit our website at rocklandhistory.org and click the membership button to join us. Today marks the 8th anniversary of this radio program. We started back in 2000. 10, and we're thrilled to be jumping into our ninth year of sharing Rockland history on WRCR.com. Before we begin, I'd like to remind our listeners that this is a call-in show, so if you have a question or a comment, please call us. The number here is 845-429-1700. That number again is 845-429-1700. So at this time, I'd like to welcome... Lisa Levart to Crossroads of Rockland History. Good morning, Claire. Thank you so much for being here. You're welcome. Happy to be here. Before we begin speaking about this exciting project and the exhibition, can you take a few minutes to share a bit about about your background? I'm a photographer and a um, an artist, visual artist. I've been for working, um, doing multimedia installations and uh, that are all for, for many, many years. Uh, I've had a couple shows, a lot of shows are in Rockland at the River Space Arts in Nyack and uh, where I had a, um, an immersive uh, three-room installation of the life of um, life stages of women. All my work is based on women. I'm fascinated by our life stages and um, want to uh, express more, have more women's voices out there and images of women. So, so that's where I've Great. been working. Since 2001, mm-hmm. you've traveled across America mm-hmm. creating portraits of women who are part of the rapidly growing Earth-centered spirituality mm-hmm. movement. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about that? It really began um, from a dark place of my own my own self. I had spent, um, I was living here in Nyack and uh, had a, uh, maybe he was... Oh, about nine years old by then. Anyway, I had my son (laughs) and had had uh, several miscarriages. And from that point, was trying to heal. And a friend told me about they were, uh, she and her daughter were going to a goddess camp. And I was like, oh, that sounds intriguing. Let's go to a goddess camp. (laughs) And um, totally, you know, unknowing what it was, I I took myself there, and it was so healing and nurturing. And um, what really uh, took me on my path, though, and changed my entire life, was uh, having a 
cards read. I had a um, my cards read, and I was crying, saying, "Oh, I want to have another baby." And um, the card reader said, "No, no. What you need to be doing is photographing women as goddesses." Wow, that's amazing. And I said, well, I don't know what that is. (laughs) And she said, don't worry, the women will know. That's incredible. So so mythology plays a big part in this mm -hmm, movement, right? mm -hmm. Yeah, well, um, the myths are our stories. These are the stories we tell. And as I began to go on my path of exploring and... I did what the card said. I photographed women as goddesses, and I started photographing the women that I knew, the women, uh, my neighbors, and it grew and grew and grew. And I realized um, from meeting these uh, women embodying stories, myths, stories, that um, I didn't know a lot of them. I mean, of course, and I think many of us all know the Greek and the Roman stories, of uh, Athena and Aphrodite. But there's so many stories from every culture. Every culture has their myths and their stories. And it actually, um, finding out that I didn't know anything about it, I, I, I actually got angry. It, it, it got a fire in me. Like, why don't I know it? And I felt like I was robbed. I was robbed of my, my her story. I didn't know my stories. Of course, I, I, I knew the Greek and Roman, but, you know, I, I, where were the others? And I, and I started to find out there were, were uh, goddesses that were worshipped for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. Astarte in, Samo- in uh, Mesopotamia. Why don't we know that? Why yeah, don't we know it's that? It's a good question. Mm-hmm. It's a good question. Mm-hmm. It's, em- it's empowerment also, isn't it? Is it? Sure. If we don't yeah. know our stories, then how do we know how, uh, how epic we can be? <laughs> it's, it's like cutting off an arm. You, you don't, you, if you don't have the stories to emulate, if we don't see um, images of ourselves as grand or as a diverse or as multi-faceted, uh, we won't know where we can be. How are we supposed to recreate the wheel every time? <laughs> you know, right. it helps to have stories to say, oh, this, oh, that that's me. Oh, yeah, I can be that. And that work translated and, and resulted in a book, correct? Yeah, yeah. It was uh, over 10 years of, as I uh, mentioned, starting. Actually, the book, um, which won a um, Gold Nautilus Book Award, I'm very proud of, which um, Books for a Better World. And uh, over a third, there are about 80 portraits in the book, and a third of them are Rockland women. So photographed all around Rockland, and the others are across the country, as we talked about, and also in Europe, and uh, actually in Africa, too. So, um, yeah, the book is is a beautiful book, and was sold in the Rubin Museum. I'm very proud of that. and it tells the stories, each woman, um, the structure of it, each woman that I would uh, photograph would choose a myth that from any culture that they wanted to portray, embody, um, and they, it came from them. It was their um, concepts. And then they would write about it. So then they're the women's words, they're their images, they're their words, and they would write, well, why did I pick that? 
goddess. And why did I pick that myth? And it's very revealing uh, it, because it's the women's choices, the subjects' choices. It's very revealing. And of course, we have their words to even go deeper into that. So, um, yeah. and I'm sure it was really revealing to themselves. Like themselves, they yeah. were they were very. I'm sure it was um, empowering to them and and revealing to their. You know how they view themselves. Well, it's a it's a it's a very interesting process because they're allowing me to um, portray them, to photograph them, and they're revealing an, a very deep part of themselves and allowing me to see it, allowing me to photograph it, and allowing me then to take it out into the world. So it is um, a revealing the the revealing book and very. Um, it's a deeply felt book. That's, yeah, that's great. I, let's just say the name of it. It's called Goddess on Earth: Portraits of the Divine Feminine. Excellent, thank you. <laughs> what drew you to the women of the Ramapo Lenape Nation? Well, I've been living in Rockland um, since 1994. Okay, so in 2000, I started working on uh, Goddess on Earth, and through that, I was as I, we were talking about traveling across America to uh, 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 goddess spirituality conferences and um, uh, festivals and, and making portraits. And along there's an overlap between the indigenous world and the goddess world. They're both earth-based. And um, after the book was done, I worked on a series called Mythica, and again was photographing, uh, again came, started photographing, not here in Rockland, but actually out in California and um, photographing indigenous women. And I was saying, then I, to myself, I'm thinking, well, where, where, where are the indigenous women here? Where, in Rockland, who, who are they? And honestly, I did not know. I did not know um, really much of anything. And it was intriguing to me. I was like, oh, here's another thing I don't know. And uh, who, who are those women? I've got to find those women. And th that that question was what led me to um, reach out to the Rampo Lenape Nation. When we think about the, the Native peoples, the written history of Native peoples, especially in our area, was always left to the non-Native community to write. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And what it resulted in is a lot of things that were sort of portrayed about them or put on to them and that they really rely on oral history and passing down their history. Did you find as you were learning about their history and culture through them that, that you, you were able to sort of really get what it is about their culture that sort of has been missing to the, to the outside world, let's say, for lack of a better term? Well, I would say that having spent... 18 years in the feminist spirituality world, when I first went to uh, the Rampo Lenape um, tribal land in Mawa, and I went to a, a water ceremony, and uh, led by Chief, uh, well, one of the leaders was Chief Clara Soaring Hawk, and I s felt at home. And I didn't feel, oh, this is not something I know. This is something I knew in my bones from coming from the goddess spirituality world. I thought, oh, I get it. I, this, I'm home. This is not different. This is where I've been for the past 18 years. So to me, it wasn't different. Um, 
but also I was coming as an artist you know I'm 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 an artist first and foremost maybe a uh, uh, but fascinated by th these, but my interest is is um, specific in its mythology and the stories we tell. So I have a a point of view about that. But I did not know uh, th as much as I could say yes, it felt familiar. I didn't know their stories. Take us through the process of putting together these stories. Well, it comes from the women. It's collaborative. It's totally collaborative. This is not, uh, I approach my artwork that way, and um, I'm not uh, putting anything on the women. I, I want to, um, I want to be a vessel. I want to be, uh, amplify their, uh, what they want to express. I first was introduced to, to Chief Clara, and she, um, we met, I told her about the project, that this was um, to lift up and um, express the, the women of the tribe, whoever wanted to. I, I was not putting anything on them. I was not uh, um, trying to express anything. I came as an artist not knowing anything, and it would be the women that, again, the women would know. The women would teach me. So this was about them. What did they want to express? So the women, uh, whoever chose to participate in the project uh, self-identified themselves. You know, they would come up and say, me, me, or they would say, not me. <laughs> and uh, whoever said, me, me, we, um, it, it, we sat around a table at the tribal house and started to say, well, what myth interests you? What, what, which one speaks to you in your life? And uh, 12 women participated, and girls several young girls, women of all ages, and uh, they did the research. They found the stories uh, that they wanted to portray. That's fantastic. You're listening to WRCR.com and Crossroads of Rockland History. I'm Claire Sheridan, and I'm speaking to Lisa Levart, and we're discussing her current exhibition at the Historical Society. The exhibition represents the culmination of 18 months of creative collaboration between Levart and women of the Ramapo Lenape Nation from Rockland and Bergen counties. The exhibition is on view now through October 28th at the Historical Society in New City. And our phone lines are open, so please call us if you have a question or a comment. A reminder of the phone number, it's 845-429-1700. That number again is 845-429-1700. Tell us a little bit about the myths that the women chose to portray. Let's see which one comes to mind. Corn Woman which is a uh, well-known uh, Lenape myth uh, of a woman who, well, who brought, which of course goes across all, all myths, sacred being that brings the corn, brings the wheat, brings the bounty to us. Uh, and she, corn woman, uh, though, expects you to honor her. She's giving us, she is, like Mother Earth, is giving us what we need and we have to honor her for that. And if we don't, corn woman says, mm, you know, no, I'm not going to give you your corn. And uh, I, I love it that uh, corn woman was portrayed by a beautiful 12-year-old who wanted and understood, I want to be honored as a woman, as a young girl. And uh, so corn woman turns her back because some boys say, eh, we have enough corn, we don't need any more corn. And she uh takes away the corn 
and the boys come back with gifts of oyster earrings and say no after they realize them when they have no more corn and the fields dry up uh, and she brings she says thank you and, and then brings back their corn once the myth was chosen for example mm-hmm. by the by the woman or girl then what did you do again it was like well where do you think would be a good place for the portrait and and again it was a lot of collaboration about well what let's corn woman is is an easy example because that's a, uh, you know corn we need a cornfield and and we found a beautiful cornfield and and took portraits there that's great so all of the portraits are outside right yeah yeah, yeah. that's true Again, nature-based. There is one, uh, Why the World Never Ends, which is in an Anipi, which is a uh, a moon lodge. This is a moon lodge. So outside, you know, yeah, it's connected to the earth, but it is in in the Anipi. But the other stories, the the stories dictate where they, they, they should be. I mean, there's thunder beings. Those are beings that are in lakes. And streams. Well, we have to be near like a stream. So they, 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 the, the stories themselves are based in, uh, in nature, and uh, so we fat tried to find very evocative locations around Rockland County, uh, New Jersey, Orange County. Uh, so it really was a collaboration, wasn't it? I mean, it really was oh, totally, yeah, completely, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, it, I. I, I was not putting anything on anybody. It was where do you want to be photographed? What do you want to? How do you want to express it? How? What are you trying to express? What do you want to tell me as an artist? And then out to the world, what do you want to share with the world? And did you find that there were women who wanted to collaborate after they started to see other people have positive experiences with you? Were there people that said, "Hey, I think I want to do that"? Yes, and though it's very specific, not everybody wants to be um, that deep. So th- th- 12 women were the ones that, that came forward. It's amazing. Were there any surprises during the process? The surprises were that a lot of the stories um, and the myths had been buried. But why should I be surprised? I didn't know, I, d- I didn't know Astarte, you know, who'd been... You know, why should I be surprised? Women's history is buried and stolen and taken from us. So why should I be surprised? But it's true with the uh, uh, the Native stories, too. It's terribly tragic and sad to me that our stories are stolen. And so is it a surprise? No, but another uh, example right, <laughs> of right. something I know in my bones. One of the things that I thought was interesting when, when I attended your gallery talk was the fact that one of the women actually took a very uh, took a story that was little there was little known about it and actually was able to elaborate on it and create a wonderful um, yeah. extension of the of the story can you talk yeah, a little bit Carla about that alexander she uh, again they uh, carla did research and um, there's very little out there because again it's a uh, oral tradition so, uh, of course, we have writing now, but, but there is not that much on the Lenape mythology. And she did find, like, one line, <laughs> you know, in an obscure source on the Internet, uh, Alank, who is uh, similar to the North Star. And uh, she took that and ran with it and wrote her own children's story based on the... Um, Myth of Alank about the North Star guiding her people back home. A beautiful story, which uh, she's going to make into a book. 
you know, the North Star is is a, a story that that is a, that goes across many traditions and cultures. Did you see any other similarities like that? Well, we talked about Corn Woman. Mm-hmm. Which abandoned wood could be like um, Demeter, who brings the wheat, you know, to the uh, Greece uh, Greeks. Um, they all overlap. There, there's so m- all our we're all human. Our stories are not that dissimilar. So now take us through how you transform these photographs, which that is a whole other fantastic you know set of steps that you go through. So you're photographing the women, and then how do you transform these images? Right. Well, then then I take that that that's that's a foundation. The the imagery is the, the what we do on location. The photograph is is the foundation, and then I build up from there. I'm, I uh, work on my uh, it's digital my digital. Uh, uh, studio at home and I layer it digitally with many different, it's a collage, they're really collages they're composites, of, well not composite, a collage with layers, I used to be a collage artist so this is going really going back to my roots as a collage artist and um, I layer it with uh, natural elements with, with um, flora and fauna and, and dirt and, and, and uh, seaweed and concrete so all these elements go into to heighten the, um, again, what is the women's intention? I always go back, what is their intention? What were they trying to say? And let that then, um, I, I, I mold, I sort of mold an image out of it. And that then becomes, uh, I, then I went on exhibition at the Rockland uh, Stark Society. I uh, print the, the, the portraits were printed and then mounted on wood boards. And then I paint over it with an encaustic medium. And encaustic is beeswax, which uh, is an ancient, ancient um, technique of painting with, uh, with beeswax. Uh, and it's a preservation. And I wanted something old. I wanted, again, to, 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 to sh- make, it, make it appear and add to its ancient quality because these are very old stories. So it, it would, again, underscore th- its antiquity. That, and it really creates an ethereal beauty to these, mm. and they are vibrant. And but there's no reflection. There, you know, so they're not. They're not there's no glass over it. So right. you really, you know, it's right. I it's, don't like glass. It's intense. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't want the glass because that's that reflects, and it it's like a separation between you and the image. The encaustic is very tactile. It's you can actually you can touch it. It's it's. Uh, it's very uh, feminine. It's very um, sensual, and and uh, you know beeswax. Wow, mm-hmm. some of it's local beeswax too. That's great. <laughs> That's great. So the exhibition is on view now through October twenty eighth at the History Center Galleries at the Historical Society of Rockland County, which is in New City twenty Zucker Road. The exhibition hours are Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Sunday from noon to four. And then after October 28th, will it be on view? I'm going up to uh, Toronto. Chief Clara and I have been invited to the Parliament of Religion, which is a, um, every two years, it's, I think it's been going on for like 100 years, uh, there's a meeting of, there'll be over 10,000 people in Toronto uh, at this uh, Parliament of Religion. And we're giving a talk about the project. We've been invited to talk about the project. There'll be a screening of 
a documentary that's being made about the project Work in Progress by Miles Aronowitz. And uh, there'll be a screening, an excerpt of that shown. We'll talk about the project. But there are also, uh, there'll be the, the, the images will be on display there. There's going to be an exhibition. So they're going up to Toronto to this uh, big conference. And um, that's the next step. That's great. Yeah. And then will you continue with this project after this? Well, um, I'm I'm very inspired, and I'm looking right now for funding to to. I, I started to work last summer with a um, the Webinaki Confederacy up in Maine and uh, Nova Scotia. They're a group of uh, tribes there. So I'd like it to like that expand uh, to different. Uh, tribes across the country in Alaska um, I see a bigger a bigger project uh, women of the Americas collective wow, that memories. Would be great. so looking for funding if anybody has any ideas about that this project is big and needs uh, support all funding all is support both financially and uh, uh, emotionally you know says yes there's you know yes keep going yeah and it's also the end result are these beautiful images but there's so much to it there's so much that happens behind the scenes to make it happen which which i think a lot of people uh lose sight of sometimes well that's why the documentary is fantastic it's absolutely brilliant because it really does reveal the process the discussion that we have it's it, it reveals the the women um what they're thinking, what their thoughts are, us talking about it, and me, and uh, 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 reveals the process, which is so. And then you see, like, the the image of uh, is, and what what the final result is is actually quite different than you know just a photograph. So you see, like, oh, wow, 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 that's how that that's what that turned into. That's cool. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. The other thing that I think is important to say is that the women are dressed in their regalia. They're dressed in their in these beautiful pieces of clothing, which adds to this ethereal quality. Uh, yeah, they're incredible. Their regalia is absolutely gorgeous. Um, and many of it, many pieces they make themselves. Correct? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, it was fascinating to talk to you about this. Unfortunately, it's all the time we have for today. Mm -hmm. Uh, Thank you, Lisa, for being here. The exhibition is called Women of the Ramapo Lenape Nation, and it is on view now through October 28th at the Historical Society in New City. Thanks, Lisa, for being here. You're welcome. Please note that everything we talked about, as well as a recording of this broadcast, will be available on our website, rocklandhistory.org, and we hope you will tune in to the next episode of Crossroads of Rockland History on Monday, November 19th, right after the morning show, when we'll discuss the Piermont Paper Mill, an award-winning documentary about Piermont and the way it was before the condos. Members of the Piermont Historical Society will be with me in the studio to discuss this great film. I hope you'll tune in then. We have exciting events, exhibitions, and programs at the Historical Society happening right now. Uh, We are in the middle of Rockland History Month, and we're rounding out our month-long celebration with the Fall Family Festival. This year, we'll work in collaboration, again, with Heritage of West Nyack and the town of Clarkstown to bring Rockland County traditions to the Trapagan Historic Site in West Nyack. This event is free and open to the public, and it takes place this Sunday, October 21st. Visit our website at rocklandhistory.org to learn about this festival, as well as all of the other fun events and programs for Rockland History Month. And follow us on Facebook, of course, where we have a growing group of friends and fans. You'll also find us tweeting on Twitter, blogging on Tumblr, and posting on Instagram. 
please do come to visit us in New City. Thanks for listening to Crossroads of Rockland History on WRCR.com. Thank you.